Good morning. In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world and you will be launching the largest aerial battle in this history of mankind. <laughs> mankind. That word should have a new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interests. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression or persecution, but from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live, to exist, and we should win the day. The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday, but as a day when the world declared in one voice. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Feel Better Inc. proudly brings to you the greatest podcast in the world, Aaron Talks Films. I hope everyone is having a lovely week. Um, I am going to be joined today by a very special guest. He has already been mentioned. He is a beautiful man. He is my best friend from across the pond over in Canada. I... I Honestly, I can't describe just how beautiful this man is, inside and out. He, he has done so much for me in the last few months and the last few years. Matter of fact, he's become one of my closest friends. And he's the one helping me on this journey of being the best podcaster in the world. Mm. Um, and I'd love to bring him on for you now to join us on our very special episode of Aaron Talks Films. It is my good friend, Phil Better. How are you doing, Phil? Jesus. Blushing over here with all the kind words you're saying. Thank you so much, sir. Well, I mean, every single one, man. Honestly, you have done so much for me. You are my greatest friend when it comes to this whole podcasting world and everything. That, when it comes to pop culture, you know, you, you've kind of given me that. You know, my wife is my number one fan, but you are definitely a close number two, I think, because you give me that. You you give me that the, the, the urge and the, the desire to do better, and you've really helped me a lot. So that's what I just wanted to do. I just wanted to say thank you. You're very, very welcome. I it's I love helping my friends, and we uh, when I started my first show, you were you came in and been a massive fan of the Feel Better show, and then afterwards, uh, you know, we got to know each other uh, from being fa fans of each other's work. You your early uh, Aaron Talks film work, and then uh, just a friendship building there. And then now, when you wanted to come back into the podcasting world, I needed uh, some news for my show, and that sparked you starting up Aaron Talk Films again, uh, doing uh, less YouTube-centric uh, news, but on the podcast, just building that easiness. And it was a no-brainer. Uh, I know how smart you are when it comes to pop culture, um, so that's why you're the expert on my show, because I, I don't have time, you know, running a podcast agency um, to always stay up to news. But I know if you'll message me some crazy good news uh, in the news, and yeah, that's why you're my expert on my show, and it was a no-brainer to be a guest on your show. Yeah. Well, again, I thank you very much for coming on. I mean, you wasn't my first choice. Uh, I had to ask uh, Chris Evans. He was busy. Yeah, I know. Um, I asked Keanu Reeves. He didn't get back to me. So you're you're a close third behind those two. So uh, count yourself lucky. If I'm in the, their category, I am less <laughs> beyond belief. Imagine trying to have a conversation with one of those two, though. It'd just be very awkward, especially over this sort of this medium. I think. Well, I think they're so humble that it doesn't really matter. They'll be like, "It's cool, man. Just take a breath, <laughs> take a moment." 
I'll just be too nervous. I'll be giggling and sweating and more than what I usually do. So, yeah, maybe it's best we just stick to this for now yeah. until we get some famous people on and then we'll both come on and just talk to them about nonsense. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. <sighs> okay, let's go. Anger all out all time. All day, every day. Yeah. But, I won't uh, be talking about it. I'll just be crying. Yeah. Um, let's move on to some news. That's why we're here. We want to discuss some news. You are the king expert of pop culture. Yeah, that's why you know that's why I brought you on because it's when like the the problem with doing this podcast, as much as I love doing it, when I'm talking to myself for like half an hour, it can get a little bit tedious. So it's nice to have some back and forth. A little banter, uh, I think it's called. Right? Yeah, good old banter. <laughs> that's how we say it over in, over in it. Yeah, don't do that again, please. <laughs> so I was watching too, uh, too Hot to Handle, and there's only Brits and Americans oh. on it. So I'm sorry, I apologize. There was a lot that's of right. that being said. That's all right. I, 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 I try not to talk like that. I, I try and hide my roots. Don't never hide. <laughs> <my> roots. <laughs> yeah, safe. Um, right, <laughs> production has begun this week on Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. John Wick Chapter 4, which we've mentioned just a couple of times on this podcast, and Knives Out Part 2. So all of those have started this week, and I, not going to lie, I'm very excited for all three of them. Like I say, I've mentioned John Wick 4 at least once over the last few weeks. You mm-hmm. you edit it, you edit my podcast, so you know exactly how much this gets mentioned. At least once an episode in the last like, yeah. three episodes. Yeah, sometimes twice. Yeah. But yeah, I, I can't wait for the next installment of that. Uh, Aquaman was a pretty decent movie, you know. I had fun with it. Yeah, we by DC standards, at least it was it was a movie and it was. I like it being different than the darkness that the other DC movies had at the time. It was like this is a fun character because they realized Aquaman is kind of a ridiculous type character. Um, Yeah, uh, and they they went they went hard when they cast Jason Momoa. They thought you know we need to keep it in line, and then that universe just took a sharp u-turn and we got colorful desert aquaman why was he in the desert I, I can't even remember really what happens in that movie i just remember i had a pretty good time with it yeah it was fun i had fun with it yeah the movie you put on you and you don't think you're just like oh this is pretty look at the flashing lights that's what you need especially when it comes to dc that's what we need a bit more of uh and also knives out too um i'm i'm hope that's not the title to stick with uh knives out double stab was <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not knives out too. Keep stabbing. Um, the stabbing continues. The third. Did he get stabbed in that movie? Like I remember really enjoying that movie, and I can't remember a lot about it. Like I feel same. bad now. Same. I can't remember the movie at all. I just remember like, Chris I, Evans being amazing in it. Yeah, such an asshole, but such a lovable asshole. Yeah. It, it was great. No, yeah, I, I. See, I, I feel weird now because I'm going to say how much I really love that movie, and now I'm just like I can't remember anything about it. I need to go back and rewatch it. But yeah, I'm definitely excited for these sequels that are upcoming. Uh, so yeah, if they started filming this week, we should look at maybe the end of next year if they pull their finger out and get production going. Maybe well, some Christmas movies say, next year. I wouldn't. I would say maybe a summer. It could end up being a summer because if they start now, though, it usually is three months. So usually a film shoot is three months. Then you start post which is another, like, three months, six months, maybe. And then you have reshoots inside of post, and then you're looking at a summer release, maybe. The only problem that could occur is, obviously, the the global health crisis that we're going through right now if anything gets put back from filming. So, fingers crossed that doesn't happen and we can get some good big blockbuster movies. 
Mm-hmm. Speaking of speaking of the uh, global pandemic, putting movies on hold. Did you see what I did there? Mm-hmm. I'm a professional. I almost oh, that is a segue I, and a half. I almost did that on purpose. <laughs> it really was an accident. I promise. Uh, Indiana Jones, the fifth instalment, which I'm really looking forward to. Um, even though the last one was there. Um, Alternate universe. Alternate universe. That's how we can. It doesn't that. count. Yeah, I mean. I still enjoy it because it's Indiana Jones, but we won't get into that. We have not got the time to discuss the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Uh, but yeah, the fifth installment starring good old Harrison Ford, uh, he's kind of injured himself again because I don't know what's wrong with him. Yeah, he's he's really old and he fell over and hurt his shoulder, um, so they've had to delay the, the filming. For... Sorry to interrupt you. I'm a horrible That's person. all right. Go, um, go. Is it the same shoulder that he hurt on, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, the Force Awakens, because he hurt his shoulder in the Millennium Falcon. Like a door apparently fell down and hurt his shoulder. No, that was his. That was his leg. Oh, it was his that, leg. Okay. It, yeah, it broke his leg, and then I think he had a plane crash. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. No, but yeah. So the man's building up some injuries, and he's not a young uh, Indian anymore. He's not in his like thirties anymore. This. Yeah, and if I remember rightly, even during the filming of Temple of Doom, he injured his back. So he's the majority, all of the action scenes in that movie is not actually him; it's his stunt double. So hopefully that guy's still around. Um, but yeah, it says here that it's been put back three months. Um, but like I said to you just before we started recording, they could work around that. They don't necessarily need Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones for all of this filming for the next three months. You know, they can film scenes that he's not in. But, yeah, it's... It, this man just... He needs to look after himself and stop putting movies back because, he, like you say, he did it this, the same with The Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this, this guy needs to be put inside a bubble or something and stop hurting himself and make us miss out on these movies that we want to see. Yeah, no, he, 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 needs, he can play the grandpa character. Just be the grandpa. Stop being actions. You don't need to be the action star anymore. Yeah, uh, Indiana Jones with a sling. To be honest, that'll give it more gravitas. That'll give it more, uh, much more of a. a... I apologize. Are the aliens coming? What's, what was that? It was the uh, springs on my uh, the arm of my boom uh, arm. To be fair, when I first put this Captain America shield up, I kept hitting it with my elbow, so I've had to move my chair over just slightly to stop doing that. Um, yeah, so Indiana Jones will be coming, but it will be a bit late, which, again, I'm upset about because I've rediscovered my adoration for Indiana Jones. Um, it was always there, but recently, in the last couple of months, it's been building up again. So, yeah, I want this movie soon before it's too late. If Yeah, I don't really want to. Have you started introducing it to your children yet? No, I'm not allowed. My wife won't let me. Um, I tried, uh, what was the movie I tried to get my son to watch? Um, I tried to get him to watch a movie and my wife told me off because apparently it was too scary. Uh, uh, I can't remember what movie it was, but she told me off. And apparently Indiana Jones is off the table because I don't remember being scared by it as a kid. But it's children nowadays, they're just too sensitive. If it's not Minecraft or Roblox, then, you know, no they get upset. Yeah. No comment. No comment. I have no kids, so I can't say. Yeah, I have too many, and they're all wimps. 
Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of wimps, that's a terrible segue. Willem Dafoe is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. There we go. Uh, Deservedly. Yes, 100%. He's going to be uh, part of the 2022 class, which surprisingly is not actually that far away. Um, I suddenly realised we are in July, and it's scary because last time, you know, last time I really thought about what date it was, it was 2019. Uh, so... Yeah, like you say, very well deserved. The man is an absolute legend in the industry. Of course, uh, one of the best villains in the Spider-Man original trilogy. So, yeah, he he wholeheartedly deserves this accolade. And I can't wait to see some pictures of him putting his hand in some cement. The the man's just adorable. And I I think they missed the trick, like I say, when it comes to uh, Spider-Man, when he was the Green Goblin, Howard Osborne. They missed a big opportunity to let him be that character as opposed to putting this big giant helmet on his head Uh, because I don't know if you've seen it but there is footage out there of uh, a test mask that they made yeah and and obviously you still can't see William Defoe's face but it actually looks a lot more like a comic accurate Green Goblin than the one that we got but yeah every, every role that the man is in absolutely class I've heard a lot of good things about is it The Lighthouse? Yes. Uh, the black and white movie with Robert Pattinson. I've heard such great things about that. And I'll keep in. It's on my list, which I've not got to yet because for some reason I'm still watching The Big Bang Theory. We won't go into that. Stop rolling your eyes at me, Mr. Better. Um, but yeah, I, I, again, deserved. What more can you say? 100% deserved. Yeah, no, I nothing to add. It's great. I love them. I oh, know it's it's the story that I put in, and then realised that there are no words. We can just say he's going in the Hall of Fame deservedly. There you go, done. I try to ramble a bit because that's just that's my go-to podcasting switch. Now I try to ramble because where it's normally just me talking to myself, the switch goes on, and I'm like, just keep talking, even if it doesn't make sense, even if you repeat yourself, just keep going. My wife actually told me off because I repeat myself and I say, well, I'm talking to myself. I I have to fill like 20 minutes. So, <laughs> uh, Speaking of, I've not, no, I've not got one again. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is due to start filming at the end of this year. Uh, Chris Pat, Chris Pat, Chris Pratt revealed this, uh, that is going to start principal photography by the end of this year, which I, again, another movie I can't wait for. Uh, James Gunn, as far as I'm aware, is back for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited to see his version of Suicide Squad. Um, yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah, we're, we'll get to that in just a minute, I think. Yeah, it's the next one. <laughs> um, but, yeah, James Gunn will be back, and they will start in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I believe they're going... Um, it, I heard something about Adam Warlock. Is, is that true, that they're bringing I that in? I hear anything about that. I do know that someone's going to die. Uh, I, th- I think that's that's the rumor I ho- heard. What kind of person is going to die? Because if you just heard that someone will die in a superhero movie, that kind of goes without saying. Well, no, it's someone important. It's like one of the all oh, right. Cast okay. type deal. I think it's probably going to end up being a craft, a craft, a Yeah, Pratt dying this time I... around because because Gamora died last round right and so him dying and gives him 
kind of gives him an out. A sacrifice. He could sacrifice himself. You know, basically, I've got nothing left to live for. My my girlfriend is dead, um, but she's still alive. But technically, she's not because she doesn't recognize me. She's from a different timeline. Uh, if you can't follow this, anyone listening, go and watch the MCU. There's just a couple of movies. You'll catch up really quickly. Um, 20 days or so. 20 days or so. Yeah, 20 days, yeah, if you watch more than one in a day. Oh, I, have you tried re-watching all of those no, recently? I'm not crazy. No. I, I got no I, time. I, th- neither have I. I. I got as far as The Winter Soldier, uh, and then that's kind of tap out, and then, you know, it, I got distracted. Like, I normally it, do it, very it, easily. It just takes too much. Like, it, you get an overload if you watch them too fast. Like, as a regular yeah, person. I, yeah, I mean, it's... the not to discredit the movies, I mean, they're so enjoyable, but yeah, if you're trying to cram that much into such a short space of time, you know, because you could easily just watch one movie a day, some, maybe even two if you do have the time, but yeah, it's such, like you say, it's such an overload and it's just, it's way too much all in one go, you know, that's the reason they built it up over 10 years because they needed to give people that breather, you know, but... Even one a week, it'll be fine. Yeah, exactly, and you don't forget much and, you know, you can just carry on, move on. Yeah, so if you haven't watched any of the MCU movies, what is wrong? Go and watch them. They're only about they're only roughly about two hours long, aren't they? Each. Yeah. Nothing over. I don't even think. uh, I think uh, the runtime on Endgame and Infinity War is like two and a half hours. Yeah. But even so, that's that's the longest because they're so they're the uh, like the conclusion of an epic book. Yeah, but they're so breezy as well. So, speaking of movie runtimes. Yeah, I did that one on purpose. Ooh, yes, I, I did. I you were going to go with the James Gunn uh, segue. I'm like, I got to segue yeah. with James Gunn, but then you were like, yeah. Yeah, we're going run times. I like it. I like yeah. that segue. No, I, I, I use both in this whole section because we mentioned James Gunn, so he's in there as well. Uh, he has released, revealed, sorry, uh, the runtime Suicide Squad. Now, it doesn't, doesn't seem like a big piece of news, but... During a Q&A that he did with some uh, fans on Twitter, which apparently he does a lot, but whenever I look, he's never online. So well, you never sleep when he's online. Yeah, but he just never answers my tweets, and he keeps giving me restraining orders. It's really weird. Um, yeah, but I, I I enjoy this kind of news because it's, it's not so much a spoiler, but it's nice to kind of know what you're walking into. But he has revealed the runtime, and it's 2 hours and 12 minutes. I'm not sure if there's a significance to that. But um, when it comes to James Gunn, he knows exactly what he's doing. Mm. So a movie that is two hours and 12 minutes long, some may think that's too long. Some may think that's not long enough. But because of the man, I know it's going to be perfect. Yeah, I trust. Yeah, Yeah. the two hours and 12 minutes that we're going to get, especially after what we've got previously, which, again, we won't go into because we don't have time and they suck. Um, Yeah, I I have 100% faith in this man. And he's also revealed that there will be a post-credit scene. It's gonna now, be, I hope it's a really stupid, pointless, and it doesn't set anything up. It's just like the uh, post-credit scene, I think, in uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home. Not Far From Home. Uh, one of the first Spider-Man, where Captain America comes out and goes, "Oh, you thought there was going to be like like something yes, stupid yes. like that." I just want something silly. Doesn't set anything up. It's just for fun. But on the same token, you know, us fans that do sit there through the credits and then wait for this end credit scene, and if it's if it's nothing, you're gonna be a bit upset. But I think you'll get the joke. But you know, he's just he, he'll probably do something, some nonsense, stick his middle fingers up and say, "Right, I'm going back to Marvel. See you later. Hope you enjoyed this movie." 
But again, I think it's going to be a great movie. I really do. Every everything that I've seen, I've tried not to watch too much uh, when it comes to the trailers. Yeah. I saw the first trailer, adored it. Think it's great. I'm very invested, very excited. I've tried to ignore as much spoilers as I can. But yeah, I I can't wait for this to come out. I really can't because it's a, it's a movie that we need and a movie that we deserve. Fully read. Yes. Uh, and that movie should be coming out on a Friday, I believe. Speaking of Friday, here we go. I'm gonna. <laughs> not as smooth. Not as smooth. No, I like it. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's, it's. I'm reaching now. I really am. Um, are you a fan of the Friday series? I love the Friday uh, I, series. I yes, love Ice Cube. Grew up listening to West Coast rap, so West Side Connection, N.W.A. As a pale white boy, um, I I just felt the angst, you know. Uh, yes, but no, yeah. I just, I just love, uh, I, I always loved Ice Cube. He was great, and I love the Fridays because they're just, damn, you know, it's just oh, so a, absolute classic. I rewatched the first one just a few weeks back. I think it was on Netflix. Um, it, it, it's what again, it's one of those movies that you kind of grow up with in the nineties, and it's just, it's a staple of your childhood. for us, our childhood, because we're really old. Um, but. There was a final instalment uh, planned, uh, and it's Ice Cube is still trying to go forward with this, uh, but the development keeps getting put back because he is basically arguing with Warner Media. Uh, there has been heated letters exchanged over the past several weeks. Uh, both sides want to get the movie made, but they're kind of butting heads when it comes to the negotiations. So basically, that means Ice Cube wants one thing. Warner Media's want another. Ice Cube, I can imagine, is saying, well, this is my baby. I create this universe. Let me do what I need to do. And Warner Media are thinking, well, we want more money. So you need to do it our way because we know everything. But, yeah, I hope... They... Artist. Yeah, exactly. Like I say, he created the whole thing. You know, this is his baby. He knows what he's doing. But I hope this can this can come to a head and we can move forward because as has been proven mainly when it comes to Warner, they do not really know what they're doing. But the problem is there's too many suits up there. Yeah. They, they don't learn their lesson. That is the main problem. Um, But again, they're not going to admit their faults, are they? Because they earn enough money where they can justify their, their. Yeah. I was going to say a rude word, but yes. Um, so hopefully this this can be sorted out and we can finally get um, the the daydream ending for those characters. Maybe even Chris Rock will come back because he didn't turn up for any of the sequels and it was quite disappointing. And he's back in the limelight now, so or he's, you know he's he's back in a big way. So could we get Chris Rock coming back to the Friday series? I would love him to come back because it would be great. Just a nice way to cap off, because thanks to the Friday series, you got the barbershop series. You know, bringing, uh, uh, you know, bringing uh, Queen Latifah's character out there, and you, you get all this amazing uh, content that was created thanks, and you get more powerful voices in the, uh, you know, uh, underprivileged voices. Yeah. So, all the media. Yeah, I, yeah. Did you see how quiet I went then? And yeah, I was yeah, very, it feels very scared. With this. Let him run with it because I ain't getting attached to this. No, uh, no. I just love because you get all because you get more guys like Michael B. Jordan because they were fans of the series, and so you get yeah. them in, saying, "If well, if Ice Cube can be an actor, so can I." And so it's just more awesome representation, better movies. Yeah, it did a lot definitely for the the, 
the whole uh, entertainment industry. So, yeah, if if they can bring this back and do it the right way uh, with Ice Cube, we know that it can be done the right way. So we just need them to back off a little bit and let them do what it needs to do. Uh, I've got no segue for this one, so we're just going to jump straight in. Uh, Quentin Tarantino wants Maya Hawke uh, as the bride's daughter in Kill Bill 3. Uh, he has not stated that that is his next and final movie that he's going to be directing. As we all know, he has stated that he will do 10 movies. He has currently done nine. He has talked a lot about doing Kill Bill 3. Uh, but, yeah, The Bride's Daughter, uh, I believe it's been 20 years since the last one. and uh, So she'd be at the right age now. But it will be Quentin Tarantino wants Uma Thurman, who plays you know The Bride, uh, her, her real-life daughter to be the the bride's daughter so i think that's great uh, she's a very good actress as well uh, the only thing i really know her from is stranger things season three yeah. uh but she was outstanding in that and from great pedigree as well from ethan hawke and uma Furman, it it was a no-brainer that she was going to get into acting and be as good as she is so and quentin tarantino never puts a foot wrong especially when it comes to casting so yeah, he has a great casting just like marvel has a great casting record so yeah yeah so with all of those all of those combined that could be a great great end to that trilogy and also he's directing uh cv i suppose you you have to his call resume. it his resume yeah i said cv because i'm very british um cricketum yeah. vitae Yes, that's the one. <laughs> but yeah, great. I, I think she'd be a great choice. And again, he can do no wrong. So I hope... I hope that's... Uh, I wouldn't mind if that was his last movie, but I, I feel like he could get away and say, well, technically, it's not my last movie because it's part of a, a franchise that's already out there. So maybe yeah. I'll make another one. So I'm hoping we still get a few more from Quentin Tarantino because yeah. the guy's a, He's a legend. He's always said that the... The, the volume one and volume two are like one film so yeah exactly so technically he's only made eight so could we get two more maybe maybe uh and with the news that apparently he's going to remake reservoir dogs that we won't we no no we're not going to get into that but yeah that's 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 the end of the news uh from the world of hollywood this week um normally at this point uh, i mean you know phil obviously yes. because you you have to listen to me every week but uh, for any new listeners out there or for returning listeners hi welcome back um i normally try and review a movie uh the movie that i wanted to review this week uh i was actually going to review it on my youtube channel as well i have not actually had a chance to watch it um but it, lo it looks incredible and i really i'm excited to sit down and watch it because i've heard so many good things about it so far uh, the Tomorrow War on Ooh, Amazon Prime. Good. We reviewed it. Uh, well, I watched it, but missed the show. But The Real Boys, one of the podcasts that I'm on, they reviewed it. And I enjoyed it. And the boys, well, let's just say, they, they didn't have fun with it. Wow. Uh, so. But that's their perspective, and they're probably wrong. So I trust you over anyone else. But, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to watching that um, when I do finally get the time. I so. did... Yeah, we they review it less emotionally and more critically. Are uh, are we're more criticals of movies and plot yeah. holes in that? But I, as looking as a pure entertainment, uh, you'll have fun with it. You'll enjoy. Yeah, it. I think I think uh, that's 
probably the best way to sum up uh, the way I look at movies. I, I'm not so much a critic. Um, I don't I don't think too much about what the director has done and, and the, the certain story beats. I look at it from the, the point of if I enjoy it, then it's a good movie, mm. you know, because I, I just recommend the movies that I enjoy, obviously. You know, it's very rare that I will review a movie that I did not enjoy. I think I have done it a couple of yes. times. Yes, I um, confirm that. Yeah, I mean, we talk about F9. Yeah, we still was... had fun with it. So, yeah, I still enjoyed it, but I really hated it at the same time. Go and listen to last week's episode. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm looking forward to watching that. I did, however, watch this week a Quiet Place Part Two. I've been wanting to watch that. I oh, it's it's. I just said I don't really um, pay much attention to the way the film's made and things like that. But the, the one of the big stunning things I found about this movie, um, John Krasinski incredible you kind of forget that he's not just an actor he is a director and he wrote these movies as well mm-hmm. you know and some of the things that he does in this movie that really stood out to me especially i'm not going to spoil anything it's more a case of th- there's an action scene at the beginning of the movie and if you remember from the first one uh his daughter is deaf yeah so as this this action is happening there's a lot of noise going on around uh and then as the camera sort of pans round and goes to her point of view it goes silent and then as it sort of pans round her and goes to someone else's point of view the sound builds back up again and it's just such an incredible uh way of yeah, it's it's it really grabbed me, and it's very rare that stuff like that happens in a movie that really just jumps out and grabs me again because I'm more of just a a I fan as opposed to blow blow, bang bang stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and it, it just it was such a subtle little thing, and it just it really jumped out to me, and it made me maybe enjoy the movie even more than what I could have done originally. But yeah, it's very breezy. It's only I think an hour and thirty seven minutes, I believe it was, but. I've heard rumours that they are making this into a kind of universe and they're going to build on it and make a, a number three. And I think they're talking about a TV series as well, which would be very interesting. It's it's an incredible concept. I don't know how far they can go with it, especially maybe a prequel series or well, a, a sidequel series maybe. But I think it would be better if they're making the universe, they're, John Krasinski's character won't be able to be in it all the time. Umith, uh, not um, his wife... Yes, Emily Blunt. Emily yeah. Blunt will need to be in it all the time, and you can't get all these high name people to do TV because it's going to balloon your cost. Unless you make them executive producers and this and that, and they can get back end deals. Yeah, uh, but you can do alternate movies like you know. So you have John Krasinski in this one, and then Emily Blunt met up with uh, who's the other uh, the kind of famous dude who was in this one. Uh, Cillian Murphy. Yeah, Cillian Murphy. Yeah, he could have his. You could get his prequel type. Uh, what happened when he hit the craziness and then extend the story to another point where he's bringing the information to uh, another thing and then you get their yeah. movie bringing the story forward to another person. You can do stories like that while it's all yeah. bringing to a giant conclusion of humanity finally beating the aliens if you want. Yeah. But like you have to be careful because the stories are going to be, it's going to be like, ugh, repetitive yeah, too- type. 
too much of this will get very stale very quickly. I 100% agree with you on that. But at the moment, I'm just such a fan of this concept mm-hmm. that I, I want to see more. But at the same time, I don't want to be spoiled too much, you know, because we don't need prequel stories for everything. I'm looking at you, Joker movie. Um, we, 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 five we, of those, we, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, we we don't need any Joker prequels, but again, that's a story for another day. Um, I think I reviewed it. Go and check that out on my YouTube channel. Uh, sometimes what we don't see is better. You know, we can fill in those blanks, and our imagination can make it much more interesting and fill out that world for us. Until you know, when we finally see that on screen, it doesn't meet our expectations. Yeah. So. Yeah, I want more, but at the same time, I'm very scared. But yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, have you watched anything interesting this week? Um, so on over on the Feel Better Show, which you you are now the uh, official co-host. Uh, yes, I I wormed my way in. You did. You wormed in as the uh, the news expert, pop culture, and now you're the co-host. Uh, DJ Al will be back hopefully in the fall. Uh, unless yep. he continually DJs, which awesome for him. Uh, but we were supposed to, we're, we watched uh, The Young Guns and we're reviewing that uh, this upcoming week on the show. Mm-hmm. But that got me into the Western world. And on Prime, Amazon Prime, they have Yellowstone, which stars Kevin Costner. And Ooh. it is just, he plays this uh, um, uh, cattle like land commissioner or something like that, a commissioner in Montana. And it's just basically cowboys in the modern day dealing with progress and family stuff. And it's just fucking great. So much fun. Just a is it, way of is it Is it action-packed or is it... Is it's it not more... action like bang, 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 bang. But it's more like kind of like, you know, people living a very simple life that you would wish to have trying to protect their family. But there's still some action-y points. Kind of like there's somewhat of a criminal element to it, but it's not really criminal, but... He can be because it deals with, uh, you know, uh, First Nation, well, indigenous, the indigenous population, the reserve, and then, you know, the cattle ranchers and uh, big city trying to encroach. It's a, it's a, it's just fun. It's just fun. I, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you there. Like, so after watching uh, Young Guns again this week, um, I, I really want to get back into some more westerns because there's a lot of westerns out there that I've seen and I absolutely adore, and there's a lot out there that I have not seen, but I've heard such good things about it. But I do need a good new TV series to watch. Maybe this could be the one. I could, I could. The first you know, episode. It, it's hard because the first episode's nearly a movie. It's like nearly two hours long. Oh damn. Yeah. So it's like, oh goddamn, and then you get over, <laughs> and then they're like forty-seven minutes. So like they're just an hour. They filmed an hour long. So it's just it's great. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that on my list. I, unfortunately, my list is very long. Um, but it seems, it seems there's a common thread with the co- co-hosts I get. They just have long and unexhaustible lists of movies and TV shows they need to watch. It's, honestly, like I, I've, I've seen so many movies, but the problem is there's so many out there that people regard as classics. It's not even just the classics; it's other movies as well. Like I've seen some movies that no one's ever heard of, but there's also movies that I have not seen that apparently I'm doing air quotes here that I should have seen. Yeah. Um, that's why I started that series on my YouTube channel of doing classic movie reviews because there's 
when it feels like you have to watch them, you kind of you need to put them on and watch them. But sometimes when you're forced into it, you can't enjoy them as much. Yeah. But yeah, my list is ever growing, and it always will be because every week we're getting new content, we're getting new movies, we're getting new TV series. It is impossible to keep up with everything. True that. True that. Especially, you know, as a father of five, um, a husband, a house husband at that, you know, and also trying to get time on the PlayStation, which is very rare as well. So, yeah, it's on my list. I can't promise it will be watched anytime soon. But when I do finally watch it, and if it's not good, I'm coming after you, Phil. Well, in like 18 years, I can't promise it's still going to be good. But you know, it it well come after it, me in 18 years uh, if it's not good. I, I will come after you. I will in my, with my Zimmer frame and or walking stick and my dentures. I'll come after you, Phil. Yeah, because at 40, like, not even 50, you're going to have dentures. Okay there, bud. I probably will. I've not lived a very healthy lifestyle. <laughs> anyway, uh, that is the end of our episode. Thank, uh, thank you again so much for coming on uh, and spending this time with me. Like I said to you yesterday, um, I need my weekly fix of Phil. Um, and unfortunately, we couldn't get it yesterday. Uh, so I'm just, I'm glad that you came on and spoke to me this week. It's been fun. It was my pleasure. It was amazing. I had yeah. so much fun. And you... And you will be welcome anytime. But yes, listeners, that is the end of another episode of Aaron Talks Films. We've had a we've had a great week of news. I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everyone's healthy, and I hope you're getting through this very tough time uh, with your loved ones, and you're having good times watching movies and TV shows like like I try to, um, which I try to do. Uh, is, do you want to give us anywhere we can find you, Phil? If you want to follow uh, me on social media, it's the easiest is at uh, Instagram. It's at podcaster Phil better. Uh, I'm there all the time. I post wins for my podcasting company. And from there you can see where you can follow my other podcasts, the multitude of podcasts that I produce and, you know, co-host and host and all that crazy stuff. Yeah. I think you're up to about 37 now, aren't you? Something Different like podcasts. That, yeah. Yeah. Being yeah. hard being the podcast mogul. I need a lot of podcasts. Yeah, he just likes to talk. That's basically what yeah, it is. Pretty much it. <laughs> but yeah, thanks again very much for coming on. Uh, thanks again, anyone that is listening, all of you that are listening. I love you. I love your faces. Yeah. But yeah, you stay classy, and I'll speak to you soon. Goodbye. Bye.